I'm Megan Mitchell. This is my co-host, John Morrison, and you, yeah, you, <laughs> are listening to the True North Race Podcast. <laughs> Ain't no hesitation. Got me going crazy. Keep it moving. I'm tuned in to True North Race. The podcast that you need if you got the need for speed. John Morrison interviewing guests in the industry. Hey, short track, stop car racing. Gotta get it hype. Saturday night under the lights. Hear the engine rooming by. Smell the gas and feel the vibe. Going into overdrive. Drop the flag, then the car zooming by. Hey, True North Racing. Let's go. Welcome back to a new week of the True North Racing Podcast, brought to you by Joan Media Promotions. I'm your host, John Morrison. Joining me as always, our amazing co-host, Megan Mitchell. Megan, how are you? Pretty good. How are you, John? I'm doing... I'm tired. I'm going to be honest. I'm completely... I'm really tired. I feel you. <laughs> I feel like this weekend... I, I Last week, I don't, I don't know. I'm sure you can tell. Um, I'm a little under the weather this week. I don't know if you can tell or not. Uh last like wednesday tuesday wednesday when thursday started feeling congested and mm-hmm. and have i been tired since like that's exactly what's going through pretty sure it's going through my house like i don't typically get coughs and stuff but that's where i'm at oh boy it's not a fun feeling no like we're i don't know <laughs> i did take a covid test on friday i know it's not covid or Thursday, Thursday I did one. It's not COVID, but it's just it's so weird how it, it, it's we knew this was gonna happen though. Mm-hmm. Like we all didn't get sick for two two years. We pull all this stuff back. It's like everyone's sick. You get sickness. You get sickness. <laughs> but we're not gonna get into that because we are a racing podcast. Yeah, and we all have our own opinions on it. And I'm not gonna sit here and uh just saying what I feel has happened to a lot of us. Um, how's, how's your week since last time we chatted? Um, <laughs> not bad. Um, I had to go to London for a work conference for Thursday. London. And Friday. Yeah. So. Wow. Look at you, Miss World Traveler. Right? Like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I did an escape room for the very first time. And it, how was that? Park. It was freaking fun. Like, oh, yeah. I'm addicted now. Like, I might give up racing just to do escape rooms all the time. Because <laughs> you, you will be trapped the entire time? Or... <laughs> well, it was fun. It was cool. Where'd you guys go? Was that in London? Yeah, it was at Escapeology in London. Shout out to Escapeology for locking yeah. Megan in a room for... <laughs> <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> for an hour. Now the, now the question is, did you guys were you guys able to get out of there pretty easily? Or did or were there some hiccups? There were a couple be hiccups. honest, be like, honest. We did pretty good. We got out with five minutes left. So okay for for two of us, I felt like that was pretty good. Yeah, I'd say so. Like we were on a roll. I've always wanted to do an escape room. They seem fun. They're really fun. I was. Oh, iffy, yeah. they're really fun. Like I loved it. <laughs> how was uh? How was the drive down, especially with the weather we got on Wednesday and into Thursday? Um, it wasn't too bad, but I mean, I let my friend from work drive because I was just not a big highway person, which everyone laughs at me because they're like, you drive a race car, but you don't like driving on the highways. What's wrong with you? I'm like, I don't have safety equipment in my truck on the highway. Like, 
I don't feel as comfortable but it like it wasn't too bad like it could have been a lot worse it could have been a lot better but we made it there and back so that was all right <laughs> exactly you're home in one piece that's all that matters mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all right um mm-hmm. got any fun plans for the week ahead no just work no nope. my dad's birthday is tomorrow so we'll have cake. Oh, happy birthday, Rick. We got to throw that. <laughs> when this airs, happy belated birthday. But when we record, yeah. happy birthday, Rick. <laughs> I'll have to make sure I get a post out there tomorrow to uh, wish him a happy birthday. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I know Jacqueline has to message you guys for next weekend. Yeah. Because y'all got bridesmaid shopping. Yeah. Excited for that? Yeah, I've never done never done that before. Funny enough, I don't think any of them have either, so we're good. <laughs> we're all on the same page. Exactly. I'm sure you guys are gonna have a fun time. Uh Frick. Finally for the first time in a month I've had my kids for the full weekend. Nice. Yeah, I was happy to see them. You saw them I know you saw them last Monday. For a couple mm-hmm. minutes when we stopped by, stopped by and see, seen you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this was the first time I had them in a full week for a full weekend because two weekends ago they were sick. Mm-hmm. Last weekend they had lice, and trust me, you can imagine my fear when I pulled up to, to pick them up, and I was like, "Please, for the love of God, please, no more, right? No more sickness, no more anything. Let me just have a good weekend with them." Mm-hmm. And sure enough, their attitudes were all out of whack. <laughs> but it was good having them. I I enjoyed having them back again because I do miss them. I love them with all my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta reach out. I gotta talk to Alex because I may, while y'all are bridesmaid shopping, I may make a trip up to Arthur and go see Mister Stewart. Nice. And maybe shoot a video with him. I guess we'll find out. Um, <laughs> uh, one thing I wanted to bring up is this is good. This the winner will already be announced, but we're gonna do it. We're gonna when y'all hear it, it's the winners are gonna be posted on social media. <laughs> but we are gonna do the draw right now when we're recording. On so no one won last week's race, or no one won our, our prize pack we put out there. To see who was going to win for the 500. No one won. No one picked Rick, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. <laughs> this week, we have four people in the hunt. We have Nick Tooley, William Rutherford, Michael Wallace, and Nathan Detweiler. We are going to spin, and the last one standing is going to be the winner of our prize pack that we had put out there on social media. So let's have some fun with this. I'm gonna I'm gonna record it with my phone too. Then that way we can more people believe that we're not just saying like yeah. breaking this. Just BS in this whole thing. Exactly, right? I could be like, oh da, 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 da. so like people who are watching is like, what the hell is he doing? Anyways, so with the first spin. Let's see where it stops. Man, this thing's been for a while. <laughs> Let's see. 
Oh, Michael Wallace is our first to be eliminated. We are down to William Rutherford, Nick Tula, and people are going to be so upset with what I what just, just saw. Because it looked <laughs> like Michael Wallace won. Oh. Because that's what it said. It said congratulations. Yeah. No, no, that wasn't the winner. <clears throat> Elimination style. Elimination style. I should be doing this live on Facebook. Could be. <laughs> Nathan Detweiler is the next to be eliminated. This is like the only race that you'll ever be in with coming last. Is a good thing. Is a good thing, yeah. Like you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly <laughs> go live here. Cause this is this is gonna be interesting as all hell. Cause I don't we've never done this. Can I go live? Live video. Look at that. Go live. Oh. How's it going, everyone? I'm John Morrison, hosting the True North Racing Podcast right now. Behind me here, we got Megan Mitchell. Megan, you want to give a quick wave to everyone? <laughs> they can't hear you, unfortunately, because I got my headphones on. But, guys, we are here after the Auto Club Speedways race today, and we are doing our countdown. We have already, unfortunately, knocked out two people, Nathan Detweiler and Michael Wallace. They, unfortunately, were the two people who were knocked out of the race here early on. We are down to William Rutherford and Nick Tooley. This, whoever is the last one standing, will win the Jomo Media prize pack. So let's get it spinning. And the winner is, come on now, let's stop and let's see what happens in Nick Tooley. Nick Tooley is our winner of our Jomo Media Prize Pack. Congratulations, Nick. Uh, thank you, everyone who participated in our uh, fun little, supposed to be Daytona 500 uh giveaway prize pack but hey might as well hold on to it and see who wins it right like, i think that's the better way to do it uh we're gonna let you guys go we got to get back to recording the true north racing podcast because we got to get kevin small on here tonight uh once again congratulations to nick tooley on winning we'll catch you guys later see you soon all right there we go that's that's ending it's ended we're good <laughs> it's up on social media post never delete <laughs> then that way we're good. Yeah. It's up there. We're good. I'm happy. Nick Tooley's your winner. Uh gotta close out that for right now. There, I have I've already been working on okay. I'm gonna I I'm Megan, I'm sorry, I gotta do this to you. <laughs> You're gonna hate me. So uh <laughs> I messaged Megan tonight. Uh, I, w I thought I was going to be late and Megan knows where this is going. <laughs> Sorry, Megan. <laughs> so I've already started right doing all our, uh, uh, our season, uh, begin our season write-ups here, uh, with all our, uh, Joe media drivers. I already got three, uh, drivers write-ups done posted or not posted, but scheduled to post and ready to go on the website. 
one of the people I got back pretty much right away was Megan's sister, Rachel. <clears throat> like, no more than an hour. <laughs> she got to work quick. She got to work real quick. <laughs> and, oh, my God. <laughs> Megan, I seen, had, like, didn't, she never opened it. And then I think I, she, I'm, like, in McDonald's drive through and I come at home. And she, all of a sudden, she goes, I just seen this. <laughs> Megan, how did you feel? I felt kind of stupid for a minute because Rachel called me and she texted me. She's like, what does John mean by the intro song? And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, this Jomo Media information thing John sent. I'm like, I don't know. John never sent me one. <laughs> just kidding. I'm sorry, where was it? <laughs> <laughs> it was in my inbox it was not opened yet <laughs> i had sent it i made sure you were the, one of the first ones to get it <laughs> oh my god that was that was prices how it came all full, full circle because <laughs> rachel's i sent it to your sister <laughs> i got it written up today i have it mm -hmm. saved ready to go scheduled for tuesday and then, audience, I just <laughs> see this. <laughs> Should have checked your inbox. Literally. I don't even remember it saying that you sent me anything. And I'm like, I went to, I forget what I was doing, but I went to Messenger and I'm like, huh, John sends an attachment. I wonder what that is. You've got mail. <laughs> Literally. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you forgot about me. <laughs> I can't forget about you, Megan. Oh my god. I'm not that observant, to be honest. Like I'm really bad at opening messages. I'm not gonna lie. I've noticed sometimes. <laughs> like we're, we're like there's times we've scheduled to like meet up. And then it's like 15 minutes. I'm like, Megan, I need you to open this up. <laughs> oh my god. Or you'll like you'll message me that like I'm here. And then I don't actually, like, I watched you pull in, but I never actually, like, open the message or anything. And then I open it after you leave, and I'm like, oh, John was here. <laughs> you know what? There's times I've done that. I'm going to be honest. I've done that. I've left my phone, seen, you know, someone pop up. And I usually do this to Jacqueline. Mm -hmm. If, like, she's meeting up with me or whatever, and I don't touch my phone, I'll leave it alone. After she leaves, I'm like, yeah, I just seen you five minutes ago. <laughs> I will mess with that person every each and every time. Oh yeah, that's uh that's the fun part. Um, <laughs> but yeah, guys, we do have our Joe Media drivers write up started, scheduled for tomorrow. I got my first three done. Gonna continue getting. I got a lot to do. <laughs> there's a lot of write ups I need to be done for this year, mm -hmm. and there's still time. Like. Jacqueline wants me to put a cap on how many drivers I'm dealing with this year. I'm not putting a cap on how many drivers we deal with this year. If you would like to be a part of Joe Media for 2023, message us today. We can help you guys with write-ups, pictures, videos, vlogs, uh, giveaways, whatever. What? Well, not whatever, because we do have limitations on what we can do. I am just one person. We are just a couple people who do this for fun. Um, but yeah, because I, I, like I said, 
August 12th, I think you you need to step aside from the seat for the night and come out with me to Brighton. Very cool. I mean, my uh, dad is my co-driver, so... Exactly. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Can't be too bad, right? Mm-hmm. We'll go out to Brighton, have some fun, hang out with uh, uh, Connor Ellis and the guys from Cow Pro Motorsports. Mm-hmm. That would be a lot of fun. And see what it's I like would. to... And watch those guys uh, slinging on the dirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I had a lot more to say tonight. But now I'm just blanking on it all. Mm-hmm. What you hate when that happens? Yep. Uh, we're just waiting on our guest, Kevin, to get in here tonight. Uh, he is the Flamborough Speedway announcer. Uh, he just completed his first year last year. I've been wanting to get him on for a while because I wanted to talk to him about how, uh, about what his roles are at the track. This is our first announcer to come on. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things is like, one, I love announcing. I love the idea of announcing. I've never done it myself besides me just play, sitting here playing on my PS4 and just acting like a moron and just going, I, you can you can attest because Michael Michael Kenny's heard me. there. I would be just sitting there playing <laughs> like, and coming on the high side is the number nine of John Morrison, and he's pinching him the number zero seven pretty good on the inside. And he's like, dude, how did you just call us for like 10 laps? And like you didn't give up anything. No. Like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to get some water here before Kevin gets in. So, guys, while we wait for Kevin. I don't even know why I answer while we wait because we're the ones who are waiting, not y'all. <laughs> so I'm going to cut this out. So let's bring in this week's guest, the announcer of Flamborough Speedway, Kevin Small. All right, guys, this week's guest, I've been looking forward to this one for a while now. We got Kevin Small, the announcer of Flamborough Speedway coming on. Kevin, how are you, man? I'm doing good. Doing good. Long day, but uh, excited. Happy to be here with you guys. So it should be fun. Awesome. How was, uh, it's weird. Cause we've never had anyone who's, who's like, uh, an announcer come on the show before. So we can't really ask how the off season's going, but at the same time we can, how's the off season? How's been the winter going for you? That's, that'd be the, guess, the best question to ask here. It's, uh, it's been good. I mean, it's, it's kind of been good because I do a lot of the background stuff for Flambro Speedway as well website updates, all that kind of stuff. So kind of going through the winter, I was able to kind of retool some of the website, which is good because during race season, it's a little bit too busy and it's hard to kind of do everything all the time. So doing all the work ahead of time to get it planned and ready to go is is good. So that's what the winter's, what I kind of use the winter for. I also, I took a, um, a couple people from, uh, from Delhi, they run a hockey team. And they were looking for a, an announcer for their senior hockey team that they just started this year. And they'd heard me at the racetrack. So I'd sent over the, you know, I sent over, hey, I'm interested. And everything kind of worked out. So I started uh, doing the senior hockey announcing down there in Delhi. So it was kind of filled up a bunch of my Saturdays for the winter. So it's kind of good. I got a bit of a winter and a, and a summer job now. So it's kind of nice. That's awesome. <laughs> See, I like it when people can do other stuff like that. <laughs> Okay, hold on. You just you were doing. You said you're doing senior hockey. Yeah, it's a it's a new. They're part of the WOSHL league. Uh, they're called the Delhi Flames. So yeah, uh, they just lost today, did they not? They did. Yeah, they lost to Aaron. So 
that's how I know because I follow the Aaron team. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, uh, I will say the season wasn't, um, it didn't have the best of luck, but you know, going and doing all the announcing and then they let me run the music and stuff like that too. So it was kind of neat to kind of get it's a different kind of whole different aspect than doing the racetrack stuff because racetrack stuff you're kind of the front person the whole time, you're the voice that everybody hears. Whereas the arena, you know, you really only kind of announce and talk when kind of needed. So it's kind of two different aspects, but you kind of use the same tools and tricks and, and stuff like that for each of them. So it was kind of fun. I, I, I enjoyed doing both and they had their final home game Saturday night. So now it's uh switch over to race season. So it should be fun. You know, what? that's pretty cool though. I, I have to admit, like I, as soon as you said that, as soon as you said senior hockey, I was like, Delha, I'm like, I've heard that before. I'm like, where have I heard it before? Cause I, I I was itching to try to get to a game this year up in Aaron for because I live in Brampton, but I I a lot of time I grew up in uh, in Aaron, so yep. we had we had a junior C team. Now we have you know the senior hockey team, and I wanted to go take it out, take check it out. And again, like today, I was like, I saw the Flames logo. I was like, oh okay, I don't know where they're from or anything like that. And of course, as soon as he said that, I was like, oh now the clicks. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of cool. So That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they uh so that's that's actually pretty cool that you were able to uh you're able to do both all season long. Um now we want to get it, we're gonna get we're obviously we're gonna talk a lot about the racing stuff because that's that that's kind of what we are. We're true north racing podcast. But we do love here <laughs> I I know I said it earlier, we do love hearing all these stories though. Um when was your when when did you first get introduced to motorsports? Oh my dad has a picture from when I was like this tall. We would go to a bunch of tracks and he would take me to a bunch of racing and stuff like that. So he kind of introduced me to racing kind of on the NASCAR level. Um, you know, we lived up um, kind of as I was growing up, we lived uh, north of Bowmanville. So our closest track was Mossport yep. or it's now Canadian Tire Motorsports Park. But we would go, my dad owned a, a home building center. So we sponsored one of the modifieds that used to run there. And so we would go to the Oval when it was still there. This is, I'm, I know I'm not that old, but I'm dating <laughs> myself a little bit. So, but the Oval was there. And so that's kind of where I kind of got introduced to it on kind of a, a regional level per se. And then the, my big, biggest jump was when my, uh, my cousin Brent McLean, he started running, um, uh, hurricane midgets or they're now called the outlaw midgets um so he started running with that club ran there for a couple seasons then he decided to buy a uh, an open wheel modified uh so he was doing a lot of racing up at varney or full throttle now uh so he was doing a lot of theirs and then when the oscar tour kind of kicked off my dad and i um kind of helped their team so we would you know we ran three three or four full seasons with them we bought a super late at one point in time. We did a bunch of races down in the South. So uh, we kind of toured around as a whole crew. And so that was really kind of my giant, you know, introduction to regional racing across Ontario and a little bit into the, into the Northern uh, New York state. So. Oh, wow. That was, that was a really, like, I didn't even know where to start with that because like a lot of information you just told us was like, First of all, getting a tour around the states, uh, and that was with the super late. You said right. We so the super late we kind of kept just for running the Oscar stuff. Okay, we only ran it a couple times. Um, 
but mainly we had uh, what they call down in the States, like an SST mod. Um, so it's a little bit more, it's a little different package than what the Oscar guys are running. Um, so we would run, we ran Holland Speedway. Uh, where else do we run? Perry Speedway. There's a couple other tracks that we, that we went to. So it was kind of neat to go down there. I mean, it was a huge learning curve going down there. Cause you know, down there, those guys take their racing. It's, it's, it's a whole different ball game. You know, you it's, think, it's you know what you're kind of doing job. around here. It's, it's wild. So it was kind of neat to just experience that as a, as a team. And, you know, the first time we went compared to the last couple of times we went was a totally different, you know, learning curve and change. First time, I don't even think we made the race. Uh, the last time, you know, we made the race, finished in the top 15. So it was, it was really neat. And so that was kind of a, a nice thing for our team to kind of do and, and tour as a group uh, down there for a couple of the big specials they had. And it was kind of fun. It was neat to to meet a whole bunch of different people and, and kind of experience different sort of racing outside of Ontario. So. Wow. As you know what, that's always good though, is that it's, it's so weird how we take racing. Like we got a lot of diehards up here and we can admit to that. But once you cross into that southern border, it, it's guys like, uh, I don't even know where to start. There's certain guys there who we think are our top tier teams, and they're lucky to make the top 10 down there. Like, it, it's unreal what the difference is between Canada and how the states uh, approach it. And that's just, it, it's just crazy. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, like I said, it was a huge learning curve. We did meet, you know, a lot of people because they're like, oh, these guys from Canada, you know, they're they think we like it's like a whole different world that we live in up here. So for them, they're like, oh, these nice guys coming from Canada. And so there's a lot of people <laughs> wanting to help us. And it was really great. We met um, he's kind of starting to take off. Uh, his name's Andy Jankowiak. Yeah. Um, so he the very first time we went down to the States, uh, he was kind of a guy that really helped us out. And so we ended up getting in touch with him. He actually came up and ran autumn colors uh, a few years ago. He ran sunset too. Um, so this is still when he was kind of running his modified. Now he's got, uh, you know, he's starting to run the, the Arkham and hard stuff. And so it's kind of neat to, to follow along through his career. But, you know, when we had gone down there, he was the one that was coming over to our pit pad and was like, Oh, here, do this, do this, do this. You know, he walk around, step on it. Oh, you need to do this, this, and this to set it up for this track. So it was, it was just really, it's really neat to kind of experience a whole different kind of racing family outside of Ontario. Cause don't get me wrong. The Ontario guys, you know, they're great. Everyone races as a whole, you know, everyone tries to help themselves out here, but it's just kind of a whole different ball game and, and everything. Once you go down there, it's, it's just neat to experience every now and then. So. Absolutely, it is. Now I want to take a stab at the the announcing side here with you. You like I said, you just completed your first year of announcing at Flamborough Speedway. When did you start getting into announcing, and how did the opportunity with Flamborough Speedway come about? So the first kind of real taste of announcing um, that it really did. I, I growing up, like I was always, you know, in grade school or whatever, doing speeches and stuff like that. I was always comfortable doing that. Kind of my sister was playing uh, junior hockey in Brampton, actually for the Brampton Canadettes. So I, for their series or for their league, they're like, oh, we need an announcer. And I was like, well, I've never done that, but why not try? What, yeah. you know, what can go wrong, right? Nobody's going <laughs> to totally yell at me. So did that for uh, two seasons while she was playing there. 
And that kind of started the announcing thing for me. I didn't really do anything after that for a long, long time. And then um, I saw the Flamborough Speedway. You know, I followed their social medias or whatever. And I saw their post that they were looking for an announcer. And I was like, hmm, well, that would be kind of uh, kind of fun. Don't know what's the whole, you know, all about. So I sent in an email off and I was like, hey, if you're still looking for an announcer, um, you know, I'm interested. I've done uh, some announcing before. I did a lot of spotting. Like that's kind of what I was mainly doing for for our team when we ran the modified and super late and stuff like that. I did a lot of spotting. So I was comfortable with, you know, the terminology and technology of the of the race car. So I was like, well, never done it, but why not try? So I sent an email off and then um, Gary Calling, he reached out to me and said, oh, do you have any, uh, you know, clips of your announcing before? And I was like, oh, oh maybe so i texted my dad and he's like oh yeah i have one clip of you doing it for the starting lineup for your sister stuff i was like perfect so i sent that over to him and then uh he said oh well why don't you come for come for a meeting with me and john caselli and i drove over there and i you know i'd been to flamborough as a pit team and um i drove in there first off i went to the wrong building so i was sitting there for 20 minutes i'm like where are you guys because i have no idea where i'm going i'm sitting in the pit tower and they're over in the turn one uh, VIP <laughs> tower. So finally, uh, I st- I talked with them, and then they said, "Yeah, like if you're if you're committed to it, why not? Uh, we'll do it." And so I said, "Sure." Um, didn't really have a lot of information, so the kind of the first kind of crack that I had at it was we had a practice day last year, got everything set up. I was like, "Well, yeah, sure, the mic works, whatever, right? Good to go." Very first race that we had last year, I was like, "Oh my goodness." I have no idea what I've got myself into. I knew no one's name. I knew no information on anybody. I was uh, kind of a thrown to the wolves per se. I was like, I, I don't know if I can handle this, but um, by the end of the year, you know, I took a lot of notes and stuff like that, especially when the guys um, with the APC series came in, I was able to kind of sit in with Adam and his crew and kind of learn a lot from them asked them a bunch of questions after the stuff and, and kind of took a lot of information from them and it made a lot easier throughout the season, but kind of getting started, I was kind of, it just kind of happened and it was, uh, I'm really glad it did because, you know, since then I've, I've had a lot of fun and I've met a lot of new people, which is really great. So. That's awesome. Cause like, I remember when that posting went up last year, even like I was joking, I was like, Hmm, maybe I'll send one in. Cause like, that's like, it's always, been something i've always had like a uh not an inkling for or anything like that but just like mm, that'd be kind of cool and honestly glad to see you get it because for one i don't know what you could tell me if i'm wrong if they didn't if they didn't do anything but like for whatever reason whatever happened we could hear you a lot better than we could ever hear gary <laughs> <laughs> no i'm going to be honest here i i <laughs> I don't know what it was, but we could hear you a lot better for where I was standing. And, you know, by about the midway point of the season, I'm sitting there. I'm like, you know what? I like him. He's, he's doing really good up there. Well, I, I will say there was, I think it was in the middle of July, first or second week of July, kind of like halfway through the season. I had a week off because I took my family to vacation. We went to Florida for a week. So I missed it. And Gary filled in for the night um it to say it didn't go too smoothly was uh because the mic system was really choppy 
And so, you know, I kind of found the spots that the mics would work really well in. And I used the, we had like a plug-in house mic up in the tower. So I would stay up there a lot. And then when I'd have to go down to do the interviews, I had like one like little tiny spot that I could stand. And if the drivers <laughs> didn't come over to that spot, I was like, no, no, we need to come over here because if not, none of this is going to be heard at all. And so when Gary did that for the one week, he came back and goes, Oh, there's a brand new mic system up top. Cause it was not working. And I'm like, I leave for one week and I come back and there's a brand new mic system. <laughs> we redid a bunch of the speakers. So uh, halfway through we, we made a big change and it, it did help quite a bit, but um, you know, I, Gary and I talk all the time. We, we get along really great and he kind of, his personality is a little bit different than mine. His is way more kind of like really yeah. outgoing. <laughs> Um, he's a great kindergarten teacher. Um, cause you know, he's just got way more energy than I ever will, but, uh, it's kind of, we just kind of had a little bit different styles, but I was able to kind of use some information from him, you know, kind of use my own stuff and kind of morph it into kind of one, one thing. So, um, yeah, it, I'm, I'm not going to take all the credit. I know hundred percent that the mic system got changed. And since that change, it's just been it was way better. So. Oh yeah, and honestly, I'm gonna be honest. That helps us over in the pits too, because, you know, as for like, for a guy like myself, with covering the CVMs, I'm not always able to be down in Victory Lane hanging with you guys because one, I'm not running across an active racetrack while we're trying to keep a program going here. Yep. Um, to go down there and kind of catch the same video and audio that, you know pedal power is collecting from turn one and what the audio we can hear from you it's it's great for me because i can stand over in turn three or turn four where i usually stand and i'm able to get some of the uh conversation that i can usually use up in the in our posts for that week so when that change was made it definitely helped me with my writing for the club uh moving forward so yeah they thank you flambro speedway <laughs> Yeah, 100%. They they did it all because, like I said, I went on vacation and I came back. I'm like, whoa, this is cool and super <laughs> fancy. They're like, don't break it. I'm like, I will try my best not to drop it. I think the first night I dropped it. So, oh, um, no. And I was like freaking out, but it, it was pretty resilient. So, but uh, yeah, no, it was it was really great. And we're, we're even making more changes for this season. Um, I guess I can kind of announce it, but we're, 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 we haven't quite like we've finalized the deal, but we haven't quite, they've got the stuff coming in the mail, but there's a, uh, there's a company from the States. They're called track tune. Basically what it is, is that whenever you go to the racetrack that we used to always have like this FM transmitter that would send out a signal and you yep. can hear it. It's 2023. Not a lot of people still have FM transmitter headsets anymore. Um, which is, you know, it's times have changed, right? But yep. there's a, almost everybody that comes to the racetrack has a cell phone. Well, I'm not going to say everybody, but 90% of the people will have a cell phone. So this company we've kind of got hooked up with, uh, they're a company from the States. Basically, there's a hardware that plugs right into our soundboard. And all that it is, is basically there's an app you can download on your phone. And it's as soon as we turn the PA system on, it's live streaming on this app. And so you have direct feedback and audio right from your phone. So anybody that has like AirPods or anything like that, you turn on your turn on the app, click the live stream button, bam, 
instant audio right from the speedway. Uh, so you'll be able to hear it crystal clear. We don't have any more FM transmitters trying to pick up signals and stuff like that. It's a direct broadcast right to this app. And they did it at North Wilkesboro last year when they did the track revival. Worked out really good. They used it at Bristol when they did the uh, Dirt Car Nationals too. So we did a lot of research. I think it's going to be good, but haven't tried it yet. But from what I can hear, it's going to be really good. And it should be a pretty simple process. It's just a simple app. Download on your phone. Click the button. Bam. You've got live audio right into your ears. So hopefully it makes the listening experience for everybody more enjoyable because now you kind of have like a little bit of hearing protection but at the same time you're able to listen and hear direct audio right from the speedway so hopefully it should be good but that is freaking amazing so could you hear that like even if you weren't at the track say you're at home see that would be so cool because like last year if i wasn't there i used to just sit there and i'd watch watch race monitor yeah and i'm like yeah i wish yeah. i could hear kevin right now i'm like i don't know if kate's okay like yeah no so and and that's kind of what you know we talked about like when the apc guys come they do live streaming right on youtube and stuff like that and it's great which is great for the sport um we haven't quite gotten there yet but doing this you know people um because i i actually think i listened to the podcast when you were like oh yeah we were sitting around the table watching race monitor <laughs> like viewing it and I was like, oh, to me, I'm like, if they could hear it at the same mm -hmm. time, that would be a great kind of way to to have both without actually, you know, either being there or seeing it. And mm -hmm. so now, basically, as long as you have that phone, you just click the button, no matter where you are, you could be down in the Dominican Republic, as long as you have cell service and you click the button, bam, you've got instant audio right to the right from the speedway. So. I'm hoping it works really good and uh, it, we're still finalizing some of the details, but that is going to be the plan for 2023. We're going to have a, hopefully at Motorama, we're going to have a banner up and everything like that. So we're really excited because it's kind of bringing Flamborough Speedway into kind of the next wave of technology. And just, like I said, a lot of people have cell phones, you know, whether or not they actually use it is up to them, but this is going to be a lot easier of a way to broadcast a signal out to to everybody. So should be fun see and that was gonna be my mm -hmm. question too same thing as you megan i was like curious i'm like now i wonder if i'm driving you know saturday night i can't make the flambro and and i'm going somewhere else maybe you know would i be able to listen i'm thankful that you know because it, it's kind of it's new new technology but it, to me it's going to be old school feels mm -hmm. because if i can listen to that while i'm driving it's no different than people who are listening to MRN radio to listen to NASCAR. Right. Right. But this way we're actually gonna be able to hear the winners. Cause you're yep. going to be able to go down on track and talk to them after the races. That is great to hear because that is going to be, I don't know. Man, you just gotta be so excited for this year. <laughs> I see. We, we set this up like, uh, I want to say it was like a week and a half ago. We finally si finalized everything, sent all the stuff in. Uh, I've been working with the guys at Tracktune uh, to get everything set up. I think it's going to be posted on their website very shortly. Uh, we've got the first event coming up. And so we have the practice day, which I'm going to try it and make sure everything works. And then our first event, uh, the Spring Fever 150, that'll be kind of the initial launch for the 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 app. And well, not the app, but for the streaming. And I really hope it works well because I, I think it's going to be really cool. Because like you guys said, anybody kind of anywhere can listen I mean, 
it's not going to be MRN quality. I 100% will tell you that much. But, you know, hopefully. Just bring Gary in. You guys go back and forth. We'll, we'll be that's, fine. That's what I'm thinking. Because, you know, if if you have a couple people uh, talking, you know, you can kind of tag team it a little bit easier. And hopefully the quality of what you hear is a lot better too. So, cause I know with the, with the FM signal, um, cause I know pedal power, they tried to link in the, the audio. Some of the times, sometimes because you're trying to pick up an FM signal, the signal wasn't like crystal clear. This one, hopefully because it's right plugged into the soundboard, it's going to be really, really great. And you know, it should be basically what you hear via the microphone is what should be transmitting on the on the on the app so i'm really excited about it i hope gary doesn't get too mad that i actually told everybody but it's, <laughs> i know it's coming out like we're gonna have a banners and stuff at motoram it'll be on our website on the flamborough speedway website here very shortly so i'm really excited about it because uh now everybody gets to hear my somewhat annoying voice for the whole time so that is that is, that is gonna be so cool and and um, too for you guys like you know, because like you said, sometimes you're not down in victory lane. To me, I was like, you know what, you guys can, you could record the audio right from, I don't know if they're going to have like replays on there or not, but yeah. you know, you could record the audio right from your phone and then link it up to a video later or whatever. So hopefully, hopefully it's just going to add a whole bunch of different avenues for a lot of different people. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, drivers, they can go to their sponsors and say, Hey, like, you know, when we, you know, get to victory lane, lane or the top three or whatever you're going to be able to hear us a lot better we're going to be promoting and broadcasting to a whole bunch more people so it should sell sponsorship a lot more for everybody so i hope hope that this this all works together and just is kind of a really kind of good takeoff for everybody at the speedway so man i'm I'm so looking forward to this i know i'm i'm going to try and get out there for practice day now just so i can i can help just so i can listen on the backstretch or something because that's like, like you like you were saying like it's and even like you said you you may have heard it here too that Megan you know couldn't couldn't cheer on Caitlin properly because like I'm I'm bringing up that one because I know that's our biggest one we love to talk about is when Caitlin won last year is that yep. Megan wasn't at the track and she was unsure because of race monitor because yep. you know how yep. Kevin you know how wrong race monitor can be sometimes and it's not the track's fault it's for whatever reason it just doesn't pick up yep um. Because I remember I put down the wrong name one time. I was being at the track and I put down the wrong name who won who who visited Victor Lane because I thought the race was over. Turns out it was the guy who was in third one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I had to quickly remove that and then add it. So this is gonna help add someone like myself who's who may not be at the track because I'm not planning to be at the track at Flamborough, uh, unfortunately, a lot this year with the CVMs. Mm -hmm. Um I wanted to do some traveling around with and do some a lot of my own stuff. Yep. Um but there's still the times I'm going to be at Flamborough, like I'm going to want to be able to listen. Cause again, it helps with, with the write-ups. It helps. It, you're right. It's going to help a sponsorship. It's going to help. Um, oh my God, man. You just, <laughs> Oh, I see. This is just, I'm like, this is April gonna be perfect 22nd. timing. When you messaged me, I was like, this is going to be perfect timing. Cause I just got everything <laughs> set up. I'm like, this will be great to, to announce it. So uh, it's, you know, everybody, you know, Gary, myself, uh, Tim, Brenda, we're all kind of really excited because it's just a, uh, a different avenue for everybody. And, you know, hopefully the technology isn't crazy hard and, um, it, it should work hopefully 
really, really well. I know there's a lot of different speedways that already use it. Uh, Seekonk uses it. So there's a whole bunch of different tracks that have used it before. And I hope it just uh, is a great benefit to everybody. And when I first kind of looked into this, I was actually like Megan's example of sitting, looking at race monitor, not being able to understand what is going on, <laughs> popped into my head. And I was like, this would be great because then you can actually listen to it, follow mm-hmm. along with race monitor and kind of uh, pair the two together. So, and also race monitor, we're putting in brand new, like conduit, brand new lines and everything for the track. So the, hopefully the feed coming from race monitor, the transponders will pick up a lot better. So fingers crossed this year is going to be a lot better for race monitor too. So hopefully 2023 is just taken off with a bang, man. I was, see, this is the thing is I wanted, I've, I've talked, I talked to Gary last year and I wanted to bring him on sometime over the off season. And I'm, I was almost tempted to make this like a Flambro Speedway like kickoff. Like I was gonna invite Gary on at the same time. I, at this point, I'm like, damn, I don't need to bring on Gary. I'll just bring on Kevin. <laughs> yeah, well, this is I, awesome. I mean, Gary and I, we talk. Uh, I'm not gonna. Well, I'll say it, but sometimes I delete, I ignore his call because there's too many <laughs> coming in. So, but no, we we talk quite often, and yeah. uh, you know, we we have a great. You know, he tells me because he's kind of. Gary's role he's really trying to take on the actual general manager and kind of have people put into place that can take over all these other positions uh so he's kind of turning a lot of the social media over to myself so that he doesn't have to worry about it anymore yeah uh, so there's gonna be a lot more live streams coming because he you know when he's at the track he's running and doing like nine thousand things oh yeah and so he runs like a chicken with his head cut off all the time at the speedway, you know, whether it's in the tow truck, whether it's doing um, the race directing, if Tim Norris is racing. So he does a whole bunch of different things, but he's, he's trying to let other people kind of, you know, use their strengths and take on different positions. And so far from what I can tell, this is going to be a great year. And uh, this is, you know, we got lots of things in the pipeline we got a great schedule lined up for this year oh yeah um but he he and i we talk quite often so i'm fairly fairly plugged in with what's going on he doesn't tell me everything and then <laughs> he'll be like oh yeah you need to do this and i'm like oh why didn't you tell me that like two weeks ago when i had time to do it so um but no I... we're we it's really exciting i uh, kevin i feel the same way because just like yourself i besides the announcing I cover all of Sobble Speedway social media. Yep. So same kind of deal. John and I talk usually, you know, a few times a week to make sure the website's looking good. And you know what? I completely understand everything that you've said. I'm not thinking like, because I've told Jacqueline the same thing. Like you may think that just because the off season's here, I don't have anything to do. It's just yep. like a race car. <laughs> That's when the work begins. Yep. And first of all, you've done a great job with, with the website i've enjoyed being able to look it up uh because i i do i do scout it out well you know once or twice a week just to uh see any if there's any changes if there's anything going on um you are correct this season's schedule i think has a perfect mix of races um i love the fact that we're kicking off with an invitational with an enduro uh mini stock and pure stock invitational i think that's gonna be great um there, there's so much going on at the track this year and it's going to be a great season lying ahead for us. Uh, the Canadian modifies, they'll be there 12 times this year. Yep. Megan, how many times are the pure socks there? There's a good amount. 
Like, I think we get like a week off or like a weekend off every month. So I'm, yeah, I'm happy with it. I did count it up. It's all in my, it's in my planner <laughs> and everything, but <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think, uh, you know, John, John and Gary, they did a really good job with the schedule. You know, there's lots of diversity uh, throughout the schedule. You know, we got the APC guys coming twice. We got the Oscar hot rods and modifieds coming a couple of times. Outlaw super lates are coming twice. We got, we're bringing back the gold rush, 10,000, the win pro late model race, which should attract some big names um, because we took it away for a couple of years kind of devoted a little bit more money to the enduro side of things. Um, but this year we're trying to do both in hopes that you can kind of pull from two different sides of racing aspects and, and really make it basically the, the, the schedule is jam packed from, I think the first night, April 29th, all the way till the end of October. So it's they John did a really great job with the schedule and it should be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I love the Canadian Vintage Modifieds. When I was growing up, they were my mom's favorite car. And so, you know, they just have like a old timey feel to them and they still get a little bit of the ground pounding ash and you can feel the stand shake. And so it's it's really neat to have them running at Flamborough Speedway uh, for their whole season. And it, it's just really, the schedule is going to be great and hopefully it's it's a great year. So. I know I'm I the one thing I missed out on last year because unfortunately we weren't we weren't we were not a part of it was the uh um fan appreciation memorial cornrows night. Yep. And when I saw that we were back on it for this year I was like, "Yes." Yes. Yeah. I am so excited for that night. I don't know why that's my one of my favorite nights of racing that we have. Yeah, it's you know, last year uh cuz Gary kind of he's like, "Oh yeah, Fan appreciation night and the cornrows. He's like, we get like a lot of people. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, cause you know, I can kind of gauge the crowd and stuff like that throughout the week. The fan appreciation night. I was like, Oh my goodness, this place is jammed. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, it's a little bit more stressful for me. Cause now I'm like, well, I'm going from like a, you know, relatively, you know, medium sized amount of crowd to like, Poof, and I'm the only one talking for the whole night. I'm like, Oh my word, this is a lot to deal with, but it's really great. I think, uh, what else do they got? The pro lay malls, pro challenge, super stocks, mini stocks, pure stocks, vintage modified. So every kind of home track division that we have is going to be on that night. And it's really, it's really exciting. Cause I mean, who doesn't love eating corn at the end too? So, uh, I mean, <laughs> my corn, favorite thing. I mean, I think I dusted like three cobs last year. So <laughs> I, there was gobs of butter all over the place. It, it was really great. And, you know, for the fans, it's really great too, because it's not a lot of the times people will actually want to come over to the pit side, um, which for me, when I was growing up as a kid, I was like, dad, 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 we got to go to the pits. Like, yeah. We got to go to the pits. Cause it's, it's, it's a totally different aspect. You're like, Oh yeah, these cars are so cool when you're up close. And so, you know, to come over to the pits, free corn, it's just a great kind of combination and it, it made for a great night. And uh, this year should be, should be nothing, nothing less than that. So. Oh yeah. I'm like I said, I, this season I'm, I'm looking forward to all the, I got to put my own schedule to see how many times I'm going to come out to Flamborough this year. But like that, that race is circled on my calendar. I'm not missing that night. Cause if I, <laughs> cause it is, it is, you're right. It is such at that one in the last night for sure are two nights. I'm going to come. Yep will be a couple more throughout the season obviously but um you're you're right man like and you know what i'm so happy to hear the one thing i've personally i'm gonna be just this is personal here i've been saying for years flamborough speedway has has been needing to do something 
And I'm so thankful to hear from you that, you know, last year they got went out and got a whole new system. Uh, this year we're at, they're adding a whole new listening experience for the fans. It's a huge step in the right direction. And it, I feel like it's, it's going to help turn not, it's going to help bring Flamborough Speedway, like you said, to the 21st century. And that's, and this is something I've been wanting to hear yeah. for so long. And I'm so thankful to hear that we're, that we're now moving forward. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's something that, you know, when my dad, when he was growing up, they grew up um, just outside of Brantford in Paris. And he said when they would go to, I think they called the Crawlinator triple fifties. I think I might be wrong, but I think that's what he used to call them. He said they were like Don Biederman, Junior Hanley, a bunch of the guys running the late models, super late models. He said that you would get there like two hours before the race and the grandstand was already stuffed full with people. So we want to kind of, I mean, probably never going to get back to jam packed full, but you know, we want to try to make improvements to make everybody be like, you know what, Saturday night, Flamborough Speedway is going to be the place to be. Cause quite honestly, w- the location of where the track is, is a fantastic location. You know, you're drawn from Hamilton, Oakville, Brantford, Niagara, like so oh, yeah. many different places you can pull from. Um, and quite honestly, the track should be pulling from all these places because you, it's it's such a centralized location and short commutes for everybody that we should be the place that everybody wants to go on on Saturday nights in the kind of this side of the GTA. So I'm really looking forward to the season. I know everybody, you know, on the staff is John and Frank. You know, they just celebrated the 50th anniversary last year. Yep. So. Um, this is, you know, we kind of made last year a big one, but coming out of COVID, it was a little, you know, we were still unsure a lot of things. Um, so this year kind of taking some even further steps forward is, is going to be a great year. And from what I'm told from Gary and John, the plan is to have the scoreboard with working lights ready to go for the opening night. So all the lights will be up. Laps are going to be on there. Um, I know that they were going out there. I think it was whatever last week that we had, it was nice. They were going to go start to take a look at it. So the plan is to have all the working lights on the scoreboard. Um, so this year, hopefully we've got everything in place to make it a really enjoyable experience for, for everybody involved. So, Oh, I'm so thankful mm-hmm. to hear man. This was such a good idea. <laughs> this, is, this is probably my smartest idea I've had in a while. You know what? I think next year, Megan, we're going to take notes afterwards. Next year, mm-hmm. we are going to bring on, we're going to try to get a hold of a track member from each track in Ontario and try and get them on to get them hyped up before the beginning of the season. We'll set a block aside of like all the tracks in Ontario. If they want to speak, we'll give them a slot because this, this stuff gets me too hyped and I get too excited. <laughs> and like, I, I already know some of the stuff that's going on at Sawwell this year, but like, like I said, to me, this is, this is all stuff that not us common folk get to hear. Um, and you know, you're right. Flamborough should be pulling from Brant County, Halton, uh, like Milton, Hamilton, Burlington, Oakville, KW, Guelph. Like they got such an area they can pull from, and there's so much potential. And these, these, some of these changes is going to be the start. Yep. (laughs) To help bring Flamborough Spear back, and I, I think as if the one thing we all need to do. Myself included, because I'm I'm guilty of it. I've been guilty of it. I'm fully going to admit to that. We all need to stop track bashing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
we we all need to like that's the one thing we all need to stop doing like we all need to stop track bashing because what what what's gonna happen if we lose all these places yep right i don't know about you my saturday nights have always been tied up at a racetrack since i was 16 years old i don't know what it's again megan this would end if we didn't have a place to race well what are we gonna do sunday nights i said to gary last year i'm like man like Flamro is the closest asphalt track to me and I love dirt tracks but like asphalt is my place and without Flamro I've got nothing man mm-hmm. yeah so like I don't want to see anything happen like I want to keep it going I want to make it great again so yeah I need that <laughs> we 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 need to start like a big campaign again of bring a friend mm-hmm. or like uh, like do the pack the stands thing or something I don't know like mm-hmm. Because I remember the one year Flam- Flame World did it, and they got a good crowd that night. Yep, yep. And, you know, they, you know, and again, this is one of the things that last year, thankfully, to, to, the, to the staff of Flame World Speedway, we were able to do, we hosted, what, three, two or three different events there in a, in a matter of a few weeks. Yep, yep. Um, the track raised some money for, for Mike Pod the one week. We yep. had guys go over and help collect money. The one week we had, uh, the backpack giveaway, which yep, I, I'm going to be honest between myself and Kevin, I had no clue what I was doing. I got myself way in too deep and I just made a <laughs> suggestion and then I got told to run with it. And then of course we did the, uh, uh, change for change light yep. show with Scott yep. and at the end of the year. Um, so first of all, I got to applaud you for, uh, helping us take this on and, and, and helping us with the announcing of, uh, and talking to Scott and, and helping get these kids all these backpacks because that was I, yeah, I that wouldn't was, have done that but <laughs> that was really cool it was it was great to see a, a lot of the the smiles on all the kids face you know when they get them or I mean and you feel bad like the disappointment when they don't get them um, but you know you can't have enough backpacks for everybody but hopefully you know the goal is if we're planning on doing it again or whatever you know, then, you know, the kids, because the kids, the kids are what drive the parents to the track. If the kids like mom, dad, like I, I, I we want to, I have to go to the racetrack. That's what's going to get the parents in. That's what's going to get them to buy the Flamburgers. The kids are the, the giant ticket to a lot of people's hearts. And if you can pull on their strings just a little bit, it's, it's, it's what really grows the community as a whole. Uh, you know, with the backpack giveaway, we did the kids ride night. The kids ride night was, is always a hit. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I was there like super early this year cause I'd been to Flamborough before, but I'd never really been to like a whole, you know, I'd been there like once or twice a year or whatever. Right. Yeah. So this was kind of the first year that I experienced the whole, the whole season. And Gary was like, Oh yeah, kids ride night. Like they fill the kids just like fill the place up like two hours before the race. And I'm like, no that can't be it no i'm like there's no way that they actually do this well sure enough i come in <laughs> and i'm there like two hours before there's already a lineup out the parking lot i'm like oh boy this is gonna be a long night so, so but it's 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 just if you can get the kids to come and they're excited to come you know then you get the parents to come then they you know then they'll be like you know, maybe the kids want to try racing They jump in like a junior late model or a pure stock or something like that. And that's how you grow the fans of the sport and get them involved because, you know, nowadays technology is a big thing and kids just want to, you know, my two-year-old, you know, she, 
that's she is a big she can run my cell phone better than i can and she's two years old the technology is great but if you can get them out experience the smells because quite honestly the smells of the racetrack is like mm-hmm. awesome the fuel oh, yeah. the the burgers the tires that's a sensation you don't get watching it on tv and so if you can get the kids and they're like super excited about that that's what that's what makes the sport grow and you know it's not just for Flamborough; it's for all the tracks across you know ontario you know basically every track in the world if you can get the kids to come you're you're doing great so i i can attest to that kids right night is probably one of the coolest events that any track does any year like i've i've been a part of it as a crew member for a super stock in 2018 and he actually let me take the car out and drive it for for the uh, kids ride night and to hear the kids to hear them laugh oh my god like man i had people come down afterwards they're like uh it's like my kid rode in your car da, da, da. i'm like well for, it wasn't my car it's my buddy's car yep. <laughs> but they all they remember me and it's like we saw yep. you know i was like I'm like well he's the driver i'm just the crew member i just <laughs> i wanted to get on track for one so yeah yeah it's it's such a cool feeling. Um, we're going to shift gears a little bit here, and we're going to jump over to our fan question period. As you saw earlier today, we put out there that uh, you were coming on the show, and we actually we got some questions for you. You ready I'm, to answer I'm, them? I, I'm, I'm nervous and scared altogether, but excited, so we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm, hopefully nobody asked me too, too hard, because I can't think of my toes very well. So, <laughs> Well, the first one, first question from the first person, is going to be a good one. I can tell you this right now. Megan, take it away. I was going to say, we're going to start off strong. <laughs> oh boy, this is what makes me scared. So <laughs> He said, do you feel that working so closely with Gary Calling has caused you alcoholism or been negative to your mental well-being? <laughs> um, it's made me appreciate how tall I am. I can tell you that much. Um, because standing beside him, I'm like, dude, are you even here? Um, but... <laughs> No, I mean, you know, like I said earlier, Gary and I, we have, you know, first off, I the very first time I'm like, what's this guy with this weird, like, gruffy, grunty, <laughs> like, you know, four foot one, trying to tell me that I'm taking over his job. I'm like, oh boy, this is going to be a long year. But um, we we really kind of developed a great relationship. Like I said, we talk and text all the time. Um, some nights I, I sometimes do have to, uh, you know, think about the decisions that I've made and maybe go home and have a, a, a nice, a stiff drink uh, after dealing with Gary on a Saturday night. Not too often, but sometimes, but no, we, uh, we, we've had a great relationship and, you know, it's kind of nice because he kind of let me take the reins of this whole thing that he'd kind of built up for like a number of years. Like that was his thing for a long time. Mm-hmm. And for him to kind of just say, you know what, have at her. It was really neat. And so we've really developed a a good relationship. Um, You know, sometimes I got to remind him that he's a kindergarten teacher and, but it's, it's really great. I mean, I I get along great with him, everybody in the booth. I mean, Brenda, I make fun of her because she's a lot older than I am, but she's great. She's a sweetheart. She's been there since the gates opened at that place um tim norris our race director he's great to get along with um you know watching him and his his kids race too in the pro challenge series it's great so the the relationships that we have with everybody at the speedway is is really great so it's it's a lot of fun that's awesome 
I have four more from Rob. He said, what announcers have influenced you and what announcers have you modeled your style after? Um, you know, like I said, I, I took a lot of the, the information that Gary kind of gave me. Um, but really when I looked at the stuff from the guys that the, the APC did with Adam and those guys, um, it really made me appreciate the craft and everything that they put in. Like when they do the Penty series and stuff like that, you know, that's a full on production. Same with the APC stuff. It's, it's a, it's a whole different world of how you have to think and how you have to have your notes prepared. So for me, I kind of looked at that because they kind of gave me like a template of how their notes actually were. Because before that I had it on like Microsoft word and I was trying to like fumble my way through all the different notes and stuff like that. Um, but seeing their style of how they do it um, really helped me. It made it a lot easier for me. So that kind of aspect, I took a lot of notes from those guys. Um, at the same time, you know, I kind of brought my own sort of, I don't know if flair is the right word, but um, taking, you know, the ideas and stuff that I've learned going through motorsports, I did that a lot uh, as well for this season, but um, kind of bridging a whole bunch of different personalities and everything together, kind of let it to where it is. And hopefully it gets better. Cause like I said, at the start of the last year, oh, it was not good, not good at all. But, uh, as the season went on, I got a lot more prepared and it made things just a lot easier. The nights flowed a lot smoother. So hopefully going into year two, uh, it's, it's going to be really, really great. Um, what track event or series local or worldwide would be on your announcer bucket list? Oh man. Uh, I, myself, like, because I said, we, like my cousin and I, and you know, his family, like we ran with the Oscar tour for a while in the modified division. And to me, I love the modifieds. I, I'm I, my, you know, when they came, I was like, Oh, this, I, I just love the modified. So to me, having open wheel modifieds at Flambeau Speedway is really cool. I've bugged Gary for like the whole year last year. I was like, you know what we need to do? And I don't know if this is possible, but the ROC modifieds, the race of champions modifieds tour that runs in the Northern New York, bringing them up. They're a full blown tour modified series. Bring them to Flambeau Speedway would be like just awesome. <laughs> I know they came to Ducasa uh, a couple years ago, put on a great race, bringing them to Flambeau, you know, the borders are opening up a little bit more now. So bringing them to Flamborough, I think that would be, you know, really cool because I don't think getting the NASCAR wheel and modified tour is going to happen ever. So the ROC is probably one of the closest things and they're not too far away. So I think having them come a full blown tour modified, you know, with the big tires on them and everything, it just, it's exciting <laughs> to say the <laughs> least. So that, that's really, I, I would love to see a full blown tour modified series come to Flamborough. That'd be cool. Um, if you could work with any other announcer or racing personality, alive or dead, would it, who would it be? Oh man, um, one guy I've always kind of listened to a lot. Uh, you mentioned MRN, like Dave Moody. I always had a his voice is just something that I've always kind of whenever you hear it on MRN or when he does um, uh, serious speedway, like it's just, it's a voice that kind of sticks with you in your head. And I always thought that would be really cool to be able to work like MRN style with, with him and his team. 
you know, I was always as a kid, I'd be like, Oh, try to, you know, I'd have my race cars in a circle in my bedroom and I'd be like, off a turn two and doing <laughs> stuff like that. I, you know, I, I always envisioned myself. I never thought I'd actually do it. Um, but being, you know, being able to work with like the MRN team and do like that style where they do like play by play of the race, I think is really cool. I got to do it once when we were running the Oscar modified tour, Clayton Johns, he was doing the announcing for them we were up at varney motor speedway and i was like he's like hey do you want to come up in the booth with me once and i was like yeah so i went up for a set of heat races we did like mrn style it was it was really cool so that was kind of like my first taste at it um but you know doing that type of setup uh would be would be really cool and twitch's last question is of all the post-race interviews you have done what driver does it best and what was the worst? Oh man. Uh, this oh. is a tough question. This is a really tough question because I don't <laughs> want to make anybody mad. You're putting me in a hard spot here. Actually, um see, I'd say Rob, but I didn't get to talk to him too much. So <laughs> uh, no, I I I think everybody because it's it's totally like the big thing like for me is being able to you know when like Caitlin got her first win or Mike Gilmore got her we got his first win seeing the reaction of the drivers when they come out and they're just so so genuinely happy I don't even have to say anything you just put the mic in their face and then they just let them go and I just think that's the coolest because you know it just shows pure raw emotion so anybody you know anybody that got their first win or anything, you know, for the most part, anybody that was in victory lane, you know, I, I loved interviewing because they just had so much. I didn't, ha I didn't talk to too many disappointed people down in victory lane to say the least. So I, I loved doing all the interviews and I, I just thought it was, it was a really cool aspect during the whole season. Um, but Caitlin and Mike really stood out to me for sure, because they just had so much pure raw emotion uh, when they got out of the race car. It was, it was really cool. I think everybody's lucky they didn't have to interview me after mine because I would have just been sobbing mess. Like, <laughs> See that? I, I always, I, in the back of my mind, I was like, what happens if somebody just starts breaking down down here? I'm like, oh boy, what do, I don't know what to do. Like, I've just never been put into that position. So uh, thankfully it hasn't happened yet, but. Don't uh, worry, you know, Megan like, will put you in that position this year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's something that I have thought about, but because uh, that, you know, the, I think too, at the same time though, because if the fans see like just the pure raw motion of just like breaking down, they're like, oh my goodness, this actually means so much to the driver that it's just, they can't mm -hmm. even comprehend how much it actually means to the driver. So I think that's, it's really cool to just see the raw motion from everybody that comes on the race car. That'd be cool. Yeah. And J.R. Fitzpatrick asked, what was your favorite race of the year? Ooh, there was a lot of good ones. Um, Quite honestly, probably the the pro late model race that we did at Frosttoberfest. Um, Andrew Gressel, Jr. Mm. all battling for the win. Um, that was a really good one. The the super stock race, actually, the whole Frosttoberfest weekend was great. The super stock race with Brandon McFerrin passing Lane Zardo on turn three and four of the final lap was was great. Um, I'd say probably those two races really stuck out to me because I always find that the exciting finishes are the ones that really kind of stick out to you because 
those are what people are going to remember, right? So not too many people remember what happened on lap like 37. Um, but the final last lap corner pass, you know, restarts with a couple laps to go. It just made it really, really, really interesting. And the fans were all like hyped up. I had like zero voice left when I was done for that weekend uh, and trying to announce that uh, Andrew and JR were battling for the win there on the <laughs> final final restart in the pro lates. Just, I, I was like, I could hardly speak. So, uh, you know, usually to me, that's a good sign that the weekend went really well. So. I think that's my favorite battle of the whole year. It was really good. It was, it was really good. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was all of them. Uh, should have been one more. Or did I miss one? So I thought I saw one more oh. on the. Yeah, there's one more on Instagram. I forgot to. I thought I. Sh- I thought I shared it. I'll. I'll do this one. Yeah. <laughs> Cam Thompson, from Instagram oh goes, "Who's your favorite person to interview with a winky emoji?" Ah, uh, <laughs> I, I gotta would, add Cam, that in there. <laughs> Cam was really good. I, you know, like I said, the raw emotion of every driver that gets out is really fun. Um, Cam was really good because he just let her fly, which is which is really neat. Um, it's always good to to have a lot of diversity when you do the interviews. Um, you know, the same the same people in and over and over again. People are like, oh yeah, you know, they're gonna say the same sponsors or whatever, right? So, um, but having like the Pure Stocks had a whole bunch of different winners this year, which is really really cool. And being able to see each driver get out, I just say. Cam was great, but I'm not going to specifically say him, but I'd say anybody in the pure stock division was genuinely really intriguing to interview because when you get to the guys with the prolate models, you know, they got a lot more experience with doing this type of thing. The pure stocks is just like, it's really raw and it's really fun. Like it's, it's really neat because they get out and they're like, whoa, you know, they're so excited. They're, they're just full of energy and they just say whatever is on their mind um because it's you know sometimes it's the first interview they've ever done and so i'd say any of the the drivers in the pure stocks that i got an interview was really was really really fun so and that concludes our uh fan question period that for uh for this week we want to thank uh, everyone for submitting their questions in and of course we got to thank our guest kevin for answering them this week because uh you you know i love doing this segment because i never know what's going to come down the pipeline because I, there's times where like are, are there certain people I know who are gonna ask questions, and then there's others who I'm like, I don't know what's gonna come out of some people's mouths <laughs> or what we're gonna what they want us to say. There's been times we've had to veto questions, and a lot of times we just let them fly because to me this is one of the fun things we get to do is is we can sit here have a general conversation about anything, but then we got people out here who are like. At, like look at look at Twitch. Right, Twitch asks the most random questions when he knows the person on the show. Yep. And to me, it always just ends up being one of the best questions we have. And it just makes make to me it makes the it makes the whole conversation worth but we're, we're a lot better. Cause when you don't know the when you know certain people, when you see their name pop up. I go, I'm like, oh boy, this is going to go terribly wrong <laughs> or horribly right. We'll figure it out. Um, But if you guys want to uh, ask some questions, stay tuned every Sunday 
to the show or not to the show because we're not broadcast we're not recording yet uh check out our social medias by about noon on sundays to see who our guests will be that week i've been announcing them a couple days prior and i find we're getting more questions that way so i think about the thursday or friday i think we're going to continue start asking uh putting out there who the guest is because then it gets us more involved and more questions asked instead of a an eight hour time window on sundays when people are probably sitting at home watching the NASCAR race, they don't want to. I don't want to find the Joe Media Promotions guy. Uh, well, Kevin, we're not going to take too much more of your night here tonight. Of course, we want to thank you for uh, joining us this week. We can't wait. I, I personally, Megan, I can't. I'm not going to speak for Megan. Megan can say this herself. I personally cannot wait to get back to Flamborough Speedway this summer, and I'm looking forward to seeing the changes. I'm looking forward to hopefully being a part of some stuff maybe the cvms might put help try and put on maybe we might try to do a backpack giveaway again in september i think that i want to say it went horribly right because <laughs> i did because it was it, i'm gonna wait like on the backside people were like what do we need this do we need that i'm like hell if i know yeah. <laughs> here here's a list i yeah yeah that was it the best part I think of, of that <laughs> that whole experience was I'd look at the piece of paper I'd be like, "What? What? What's this actual name? I I don't know what this <laughs> name is." And I'm like, uh, "Okay, hopefully I'm not butchering this." But uh, it was that that night that was really fun. Um, it was it was great to see. You know, the CVMs are a great group, and having their involvement with the track is is always awesome. I I still think. I I got I got some I I'm not gonna t- I'm gonna not gonna speak out loud on this one, but Kevin, if you want to hang on once we once we stop recording here, I want I had an idea and I've been wanting to pitch it to someone for a while now. <laughs> I'm all ears. Because I think it'd be really cool content for both the track and for the club. But I'll like I said, if you just want to hang on for two minutes here, I'll uh I'll, I'll quickly throw out my idea that I've, I've had for like three years now. That's the worst part I've had sitting on this idea for three years. Um, usually this is the time of the show where we let you, where we usually let our guests uh, thank their sponsors, thank their family. Uh, of course, being an announcer, I guess you can thank the track sponsors, but we're, we'll let you have the floor here for the next couple minutes. You're more than free to thank anyone you want who's helped you, uh, get to where you are now any you know anyone you want to thank you got the floor the floor is yours oh boy this is this is big time now this is <laughs> no I'm HBO, I, this is great um no i think first i i really gotta thank my wife um when the whole kind of ordeal happened you know our little one was still really little and i was like i'm gonna be gone like a, a decent amount in the summer on Saturday nights. I, first off, I didn't realize how many nights it actually was. And I'm like, there's like 29 weeks. I have to be at the racetrack every Saturday night. So it basically kills the whole summer. So I really got to thank her for putting up with me, you know, leaving at three 30 in the afternoon, four o'clock in the afternoon on Saturdays to go to the racetrack and not coming home till 12 31 o'clock in the morning sometimes. So I really got to thank her because uh, she was kind of the rock and it, it really, it made being able to go to the racetrack really easy. And uh, it was, it was really, you know, a really great being able to work as a team with her 
Um, my mom and my dad, like I said, my dad kind of got me into racing, um, which was really, really great. He took me to a whole bunch of racetracks. And so without, without them kind of, you know, introduced me to this, this would have never happened. Same with, um, you know, my cousin, Brent McLean, Brian McLean, um, those guys kind of starting with the racing, with the Oscar stuff really kind of allowed me to get my foot in the door a little bit more. You know, I did a lot of spotting with, with them. It even helped. I, I ended up doing spotting for a couple of truck races up at Canadian Tire Motorsports Park too with Gary Clute. Um, so it was kind of, it was kind of neat to, to be able to experience that. Um, I got to thank Gary, uh, Gary calling because, you know, without him kind of turning over the reins, none of this would have really happened. John and Frank Caselli as well. Um, you know, they've put a lot of hard-earned time and uh, years at Flamborough Speedway to to keep it where it is. And like I said, we're we're making big changes to kind of hopefully set the speedway up to kind of keep it on the rise for the next bunch of years. So I gotta thank them because without them, you know, I wouldn't wouldn't have a, a position at the track. So I think that's probably it. I gotta thank you guys for letting me come on because I know you guys, uh, you know, you guys do a lot of the drivers and you know, I was a little worried. I was like, oh, what am I going to talk about for like half an hour, 45 minutes? I have no idea. Um, so I got to thank you guys for letting me come on because this was kind of, uh, it was fun and uh, and a, a different avenue to really kind of express the whole situation with what's going on at the racetrack and uh, a great kind of uh, marketing tool uh, for gearing up for the season. So I'm really excited and uh, thanks for letting me come on. Well, thank you for joining us. <laughs> and th- you know what? This is the fun part is like, because I got to, I got to feel the same way like a few months ago. Is that how, I'm going to be honest? How often have you been interviewed? Uh, never. Uh, about about. <laughs> now I feel like this is the one time that we get to turn stuff around on other people. And you know what? That that's the fun part is when sometimes we get to talk to people that, you know, you you tell a story at the track each week. You tell a story of. People sit here and go, we just turn left. It's more than that. And it's guys like yourself, Jim Irvin up at Sobel, uh, all, all the announcers, Adam Ross, Clint Jeffrey, you know, all these guys. You guys paint a picture and you guys tell us a story of a race. And without you guys, we're, we're just sitting there watching cars go in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's for real Literally. though. If it was, it's not for you guys. We're just watching guys, you know, go in a circle, and you know what? We thank you. We I can't wait to. Uh, well, you're going to be at Motorama. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be there. I know Gary for sure is going to be there. He's yep. trying to drag me with him, but um, I might just decline <laughs> that phone call again. But we'll see. I might go for one of the days. But I know that we've got uh couple cars coming up i know mike thompson he's messaging me about uh some stickers and stuff for his car so i know we're gonna have a, a couple cars there as well um like i said we're gonna have hopefully if they show up in time we're gonna have the banners for that track tune uh app which is really quite honestly this is a big thing we've been working on for the off season so hopefully the banners show up so that we can kind of unveil it because quite honestly i'm pretty sure we're the first track i think there's one in bc but other than that we're the first track in canada um, I actually tried to download the app and it said it was not available in our country. So I was like, um, this could be a problem. And they're like, oh yeah, let's get our software team on that. And so like <laughs> a day later, they're like, okay, you should be good now. And I was like, wow, I just made an app appear in Canada. This is, that was impressive. <laughs> so um, it's, it's really exciting. And so, like I said, we're going to have some stuff there at Motorama. 
I might be there. We'll see. Um, but Gary, he's he's the show. He's what everybody wants to see and talk to, anyways. Uh, so <laughs> everybody loves him. They, I'm just a little background guy. So, well, I know I'll be there both days, creating content for uh, Sobble Speedway for the CVMs. So if if you if you're happy to be there, I may pop by and, and see you. If not, I will probably see you on April 22nd or May 6th. Perfect. So enjoy the rest of your off season. Uh, get those vocal cords ready to be yelling at some of these drivers. <laughs> uh, come, come uh, April 29th and uh, yeah, man. Enjoy, in, enjoy the rest of the off season. Awesome. Well, like I said, I appreciate you guys uh, letting me on and uh, hopefully uh, 2023 is a great season for you guys and for Flamborough Speedway. Cause uh, the reaction that we're getting so far has been pretty good. So hopefully it should be fun. For sure. Well, thank you so much, Kevin, for joining us this week on the True North Racing Podcast. That's been Kevin Small, everyone. All right, guys, that was Kevin Small, the announcer at Flamborough Speedway. I don't know about y'all, but I definitely just got hyped mm-hmm. for the 2023 season. Um, he dropped some breaking news I've I'm excited for. Um Megan, how do you enjoy that? It was really cool. Like, I don't get me wrong. I really enjoy talking to other drivers, but to talk to somebody like Kevin, who's like inside the track and stuff, and like it's a different perspective. And it's just, it's really cool. I like, I really enjoyed talking to him. Like, I'd much rather talk to him in Victory Lane, maybe, but like, you know, <laughs> we'll see. But he's cool. Like, he's, you don't really get to like you hear them all the time but like you don't it's, get to really have a conversation see here's the thing is my first introduction with him last year was during uh oh meet the driver's night mm-hmm. and then he just spotted me out and he's like oh we got john from joe and me over here i'm like excuse me you know how, me? how do you, yeah <laughs> whole, oh oh my god I just got a story. <clears throat> we have been spotted. What? Yeah. And so Jacqueline, as you know, Jacqueline got a new job. <clears throat> and she's working in Brampton, right? Mm-hmm. So <coughs> we were uh she meant she'd been meaning to bring this up to me, but she kept forgetting for about like two weeks, she said. There's a lady that she worked with spotted. Her, the Joe Media sticker on the back of her car. <laughs> and this person lady goes, Hey, I know Joe Media. <laughs> and she and Jack was like, Oh, how do you know Joe Media? And she's like, I go to Sunset Speedway with my kids. And who do we have running at Sunset Speedway there, Joe Media drivers? Right. We got Madison Teen Camp, we got Nick Tooley, and we got Sierra, Sierra Gianni. Mm-hmm. We got three drivers up there. And in my mind, I'm like, and of course, they're like, how do you know? It's like, well, Jomo's my, my fiance. Hmm. Sure, she doesn't say it like that because I would just sound so weird for her to say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she we had been we had been spotted 
by someone who knows us because of uh, seeing stickers on a race car at Sunset Speedway. It's pretty cool. That is pretty cool, in my opinion. I don't, I just wanted to bring that up. I thought that was cool. Um, I wanted to continue on here because one of the things I okay, so we're gonna we're gonna touch on what you want to talk about here in a second here, but I'm gonna be honest. I'm so thankful that I got to tell Kevin an idea I had. I've been sitting on for three years. Because mm-hmm. I think it would be so great for the speedway, and again, great for content making for yeah. the track, for any division that races there, and it would just be great. I feel like if we can get everything lined up, it would be money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Maybe not money in the bank per se, but it would be a nice return um, for everyone. Definitely. Um. Unfortunately, we let Kevin go before Megan got a chance to say what she 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 thought of it just after he left. Megan, what was this idea you had? I like okay, as an ECE, like I'm big on the kids side of it and like bringing kids into racing. And like I I'm pretty sure Flambro had some form of like a kids club at one point. And I don't know if that's even a thing anymore, but I've desperately wanted to like redo that or like revamp it, like, and see what I could do. But like, I would need to talk to someone from Flamborough and talk to other drivers, see if like anybody would pitch in and like help because I mean, as a driver, I can't really do it all myself every weekend. It's, it's a lot, but like, even to just simply give out like, coloring pages and like you can get little packs of crayons from the dollar store give those out give hero cards like stickers from your sponsors like it gets your sponsor out there like it you could do a lot of different things and I think it would help draw the attention from the kids to the track and like really make them want to go like I think it'd be really cool I 100% agree because we always preach that the kids are the next generation Mm-hmm. And... I think it was the one idea that I thought was sorry that I thought was so cool I think it was Ryan Houston that sent out to a school a picture of like just a blank cobalt because he raises a cobalt or a g5 I'm not sure yeah same thing different pile and um like he got kids at the school to design a car for him that would be so freaking cool like I was obsessed with that. I'm like, man, like kudos to you. That is, that's wicked. Again, the one thing that I love to see is because do you, I know, I know you're, it reminds me of the stuff that NASCAR did, in my opinion, was like almost at its peak for me. Was like 07 to 2010. Mm Mm-hmm. They had they had paint or uh make your own Toyota car race car. And it could oh be a, and it could have been a chance to be involved or to be run at a racetrack. Was that the online thing? It was an online thing. Kyle Bush's car was literally kittens and unicorns. I'll be honest, I de- <laughs> I, I designed a lot of cars for Kyle Bush 
when they did that and just know that i was not a kyle bush fan so they weren't they would they but again like, i'm pretty sure i made the car sponsored by jack astor's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> but that it was so cool like i i loved it man that was i've i've even put myself into that one a few times and but you know what ryan houston did it correctly mm-hmm. him and the the Ohana acres raising didn't meet oh my god i'm sorry everyone for all this coughing um they did it correctly they went to a single school and let the entire school design their car and Mm -hmm. like you know people do like alex stewart he does the 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 uh he picks a drive or not he he decides to pick like five of the best paint schemes that got the most likes yeah those are the ones that get involved right and i feel like that's to me that's a great way to one possibly bring a new family out that's never been involved in racing two great way to even just make in general a a whole um uh it gives a chance for an opportunity for a bunch of kids to be like happy that like i get to color and it could even if they're in kindergarten they don't know that's gonna be on a race car or it's kids in grade five and they know under kind of understand it's a great way to, to get the kids involved and go out there to the community because you know, the one big thing for me mm-hmm. is it involves being in the community because we love our race cars. And I understand this. I get this. You you don't want all these, all the times the, the your prize possession to be outside in public. Me, I, you would have to tell me to put it away yeah you would have to tell me to go home stay home yeah because any community event i could it would be there Mm -hmm. because if you want the community behind you or you want to get out there and show these people what what not what you want but what you're made of Mm -hmm. and possibly land a new sponsor possibly land new people to come to the track we always talk about that is that in my opinion, we got to get out to the communities, even a small community that doesn't always get understand that there's people in your town that race. Mm-hmm. So, like next year, I'm I'm gonna try and talk to Taylor um, from Taylor to you. Maybe we'll see about getting a uh, if anyone's car is at least somewhat okay <laughs> after the season, mm-hmm. and put it on a trailer and and do a um <clears throat> uh christmas parade yeah get it in the christmas parades get him take him to your local shows even with the whole coloring idea i just thought of something i'm not gonna release it yet until it's like official but our newest sponsor it's a restaurant and last time we went there it um that's all so is it official not like officially in writing and everything but like there's a meeting being set up like they're they're pretty committed so i'll I'll release it when it's like totally official okay but last time i went there i noticed we sat at a table that was just being cleaned off and a family with kids had sat there they had this picture of like i don't know what it was it was like an old camaro like a coloring page and that's what they gave the kids to do and i'm like bro that's genius like i can print off a picture of 
each of our cars, put at the bottom of it our name, our division, put Flambro's logo up in the corner, give it to them and say, like, here, use this to give to kids to color while they're waiting for their meal. Like, yeah. And that can even kind of draw them in and be like, hmm, Flambro Speedway, man, that's 10 minutes up the road. Like, let's go. Yep. Let's find out when they're racing. Yeah. There's a lot we all can do, right? It's mm-hmm. that's why we do this. That's why we do the, a lot of the stuff that we do. Mm-hmm. Is we want to. We're ch- I'm chasing the new fan. Trying to chase new fans, mm-hmm. so that the tracks can stay keep can work on keeping the old ones. Yeah, that's I, that's how I feel about it. Is I want to chase these new ones, and to get into some of these communities that may not know that there's race cars available or race cars you know i haven't seen a race car in the Aaron parade mm-hmm. meanwhile i know there's four fa- three or four families that race there yeah exactly last time i've ever seen a and thankful thankfully we saw people this past year in santa claus parades and that could have <laughs> been over the moon for them mm-hmm. right so i don't know yeah. I, I, just so much we can do like we put our old Thunder car into a, a parade like years ago, like 2006, yep. 2007. And I mean, don't get me wrong, like there was <clears> a <throat> lot of cool floats out there. We won first prize because like it was cool. Like we were yep. the only car out there. Here's this old Chevelle all painted up. Looks cool. Like it was literally just the car sitting on the trailer with me and my siblings in the car and my dad driving our old freaking van and we won first prize for it because we were the only ones with a race car and it was cool yeah and like and we there's a lot of good competition out there for that so like oh yeah you'd be surprised like people they really enjoy it it's really cool oh yeah and again it gets your sponsors out there exactly (laughs) it's oh it's always the return on investments Mm-hmm. That we as as I I I always say as racers because as if I'm one, <clears throat> but it's that's why that's why I do what I do as well. That's why mm-hmm. I do Joe Media. I I help I try and help your sponsors get a return on investment by creating essentially your own web page within a website. Mm-hmm. So. If you want to post, you you want to post something about, um, let's say, you wanted to have your own race update section where each week you write your own race report, you send it to me, I can upload it the next day. Yeah. And again, eyeballs go to the the website, people can see it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we can go on on and on about this for hours. Yeah, and I feel like again, this is one of those times we're going to need to sit down <clears throat> to middle of the week, mm-hmm. six o'clock, and just see what happens after three hours. Mm-hmm. We both know we can be on here for three hours and God, not break literally. a sweat. Literally, we know this, <laughs> and then see what comes up. But maybe we'll have to do more conversations like that uh, going forward because we, we, they're always good ones to have. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, we're look. I'm looking. We're looking. Megan, are you looking forward to the changes that Flamer Speedway has made? Big time. Like are I you, think I'm more excited now than I was before. 
are you hoping that the idea I throw out to Kevin goes in somehow goes into play? I hope so. I hope so too. Because that's it'll be it'd be really cool. Going going to the track today, I'm like literally. I, I, I did would, that. <laughs> I started this. <laughs> but uh I think we, we need to we need to cut off this conversation before we continue on because like like we said we could talk <laughs> on and on about how we can help make racing better what the ideas we have um you guys have your three cars ready to come almost ready to oh, by sounds of it ready to come on out <laughs> um lots of teams lots of cars coming out by the sounds of it this year i've already downloaded the what kevin had talked about in the interview i actually if we, like this is going before or something mm-hmm. like that I've already downloaded the app that Kevin yeah. talked about in an interview while like we were finishing up with him. So I already have it. I can't wait to be able to use that on the first day I get to uh, go to Flamborough Speedway this year. Mm-hmm. That'll be exciting. Oh, yeah. Um, other than that, I think we're ready to wrap up the show for this week. That's episode 87? 86? I think so. Oh, my. I just edited the stuff today, too. Oh my god. You know what? It's no one ever said I was smart. It is 87. So that's gonna do it for 80 episode. That is gonna do it for episode 87 of the True North Racing Podcast. We want to thank everyone for listening to us. Rant and go on like we usually do for our hour and a half programs. Um thank you again for Kevin Small for joining us this week. Next week we will have the driver of the number 16 rebranded number 16s alex stewart joining us uh next weekend to discuss his 2023 plans and uh that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting conversation it's gonna be a lot of fun to find out what his plans are uh and uh yeah we're gonna have some fun with that conversation from megan megan where can they catch you on social media um um instagram at mrc.racing.73 facebook is just mrc racing and tiktok is mrc racing 73 no spaces or nothing well and you guys can catch myself jomo media on facebook instagram twitter and tiktok and youtube of course we got because the episodes go to youtube i don't know why but you guys can stay up all today up to date on everything going on with us, including our driver profiles, our drivers, spotlights, and so much more by visiting joemedia.ca. For Megan Mitchell, I'm John Morrison. We'll see you guys next week. Bye now. Yeah. The lights, hear the engine rooming by. Smell the gas and feel the vibe. Going into overdrive. Drop the flag, then the car zooming by. Hey, true north racing. Let's go.